I'm going higher, yes I am. together Lord anything holding me any mindset holding me back from fully enjoying your blessings who I am in Christ what you've given me in Christ during this fasting and prayer let it be totally removed help me identify it help me break revelation I'll pull it down during this fasting and prayer, help me realize who I am. Help me realize what I carry in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go ahead and pray, everybody. Let's go ahead and pray. Oh, yes, Lord. Help me realize. Shando <laughs> Sari barrio sapata bada bade Hira matuba shakata mangobo Siko patana boro de zelena Yeira kiba sharanama 
Siramakiba Saramando Siramakiba Saramando Ayea Yigaso Sarabade Harabarabasiya Abaro siladadan Ikapato barandono Ikapato baratasidan Yadoro sikatalaman de kabadan Salaman de shataye Hallelujah 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 Lord, enlarge my capacity, spiritual capacity, financial capacity, mental capacity, material capacity, relational capacity. The Bible says new wine will not be poured in old wine skin. New wine will be poured in new wine skin. Hallelujah. As we are fasting and praying, new wine is pouring out. We don't want it to be wasted. We want new capacity to stop this new wine. Lift your voice towards heaven. Let capacity be expanded. Hallelujah. Whatever needs to die in form of mindset, let it die. Let the, let the old die for the new me to emerge. Let the old me die for the new me to emerge. Let the old mentality die for this new one to emerge. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Except the color we dies, it abides alone. Hallelujah. We are believing that the old will die to give way for the new. We are believing for expanded capacity. Expanded capacity. Expanded capacity. Expanded capacity. Expanded capacity. Expanded capacity. Hallelujah. We will dream bigger. We will see bigger. We will think bigger. The mental barriers will be broken. Hallelujah. Amen. You do my faith things. You do glorious things. You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. Praise the Lord. You know, when we're praying, I don't know if you join on the online prayer meeting in the morning, Insta prayer in the morning. I think it was, yeah, 
it was yesterday morning because I think after yesterday morning, me and Pastor Bringa, some of us just got out to pray for another hour and a half there about. And um, this word came to me. He says, it's from George chapter 2, verse 23. This is George chapter 2, verse 23. You can put on the screen because I'm going to share some things with you. He said, be glad then you children of Zion and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain moderately. For it would cause it to come down for you the rain. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Normally, one rain is enough to make things happen. He says, but no. He said the former and the latter will be combined together in one month. What is the result of this? Verse 24. And the floor shall be full of wheat. And the fat shall overflow with wine and oil. Then verse 25 is what the Spirit of God is saying to us. He said, I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent unto you. You know what that means? He said, whatever was lost will come back. Lost opportunity will be restored. Lost relationship will be restored. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I don't know if you were in service a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it was just Sunday service. And the Lord just told me that, you know what? Why not just take out some time and just pray for people that had delayed promotion. And I just pray for people. And since that day till now, I've been... My phone buzz with messages on Twitter and Instagram of people that had promotions. I, I want to read some to you. I, I'm just I'm just hoping I can find some. You know, this is. Do you have my other phone? Okay. Do you have my other phone there? Just so many testimonies. Just give me one minute, I'm going to find it. This person said that, um, Pastor, just let you know, I got promoted with 100% raise in salary. You know, just after the Sunday prayer. You know, just after the Sunday prayer. You know, literally, literally, testimonies have been flying up and down. So another person sent me a testimony and said that after the first week, because I, I, received, I believe I received, I wrote it, I sent a mail to my boss and said, I'm due for a promotion. And my boss said, but you know we're not promoting this season. He said, so I'm going to tell the MD. He said, we're not promoting. They, he sent to this, I think, their chief, either head of HR or head of finance. He said, by Monday, she got a letter that despite they're not promoting, they are promoted her. There is a testimony, there is a testimony of a guy that he sent me. He said, for two years, you know, he had been looking for a job. He said, after the prayer, within one week, he got two job offers. Two job offers. He got two job offers. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I mean, several, several testimonies of God's grace and power. Just several testimonies of God's grace and power. You know why I'm telling you this? Because as we're worshiping, I just felt in my spirit that she just walked to seven people and tell them congratulations. Yeah, just walk to seven people and tell them congratulations. Just find seven people and tell them congratulations. Just tell them congratulations. 
Hallelujah. Congratulations. 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 Glory to God. I hope you know what that means. Glory to God. It's done, people. It's done. It's done. It's done. Hallelujah. If you're watching online, look for people to congratulate. If you're watching in the viewing center, just go ahead and say congratulations. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can have your seats. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They finally got my phone to me so I can read you the testimonies directly from here. Promoted with double salary raise after prayers a few Sundays ago. That's one of the testimonies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep. Our research baby is here 5 a.m. today. <laughs> Glory to God. Awesome. So many beautiful testimonies. Mm. So many beautiful testimonies. So I'm just trying to catch up on all the testimonies. Just trying to catch it. I happen to get a lot of messages, so sometimes, you know. Okay. Um, I watched the service online, and I remember, I remember my father praying for promotion letters this last month. After the, this afternoon, he messaged me and said he got a letter today. Funny thing that the letter was dated 8th of August. I think just like a day after we prayed, something like that. Praise the Lord. I got my miracle job this week after I came into Sunday's teaching. I've been on the jump hall for two years. It's been a long road of disappointment this week. I decided to surrender to Jesus Christ and I got two job offers in one week after I've been looking for a job for two weeks. I couldn't come to church on Sunday, so I streamed on YouTube. Some of you watching online, this is your testimony. He said, and when you asked us to stand up for prayers, I tapped into it. I was an intern, but today I got my invitation for induction as a full staff. <laughs> Glory to God. So, so, so many, so many, so many beautiful testimonies. So many beautiful testimonies. So many beautiful testimonies. Hallelujah. Let's start with 2 Kings chapter 13, just because I, I wanted to go home early, you know, so that we, we, I mean, we're gathering in church almost every evening. 
So, how is the fast going? Amen. Amen. Ho- hope you know that Sunday will be really powerful. Sunday, we're talking about getting results by the power of fasting and prayer. So, I don't know how you've fasted and prayed before, but this is the way to fast and pray to get results. And the reason I'm saying so is this. Listen, this is what I'm saying so. If you are really excited in your spirit, there's some of our expectation that just attracts God. In fact, a believer should not be without expectation. The Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. That means it's a natural thing for the righteous to have expectations. Don't come into life, don't come into a service with expectation. As a matter of fact, as you are fasting, I hope you have some written expectation. Because if you don't have written expectation, what are you going to check to see if God did it or not? There should be at least four or five things that you're praying for. Not just four or five things you're praying for. There should be also four or five people you're praying for that God will touch them. That God will save their soul. That God will bring them into Christ. That God will do something in their life. And you start telling them what you're doing. And let me tell you, as you're praying for those people, just tell them, hey, will you come to church with me? The power of God will touch them. You know why? Because all the time you were praying, you were busy watching the ground. You were busy watching the ground. You were busy watching the ground. Glory to God. That's weak. Glory to God. So there should be people you're praying for. There should be things you're praying for. And let me tell you the principle. Let me, tell you, let me teach you this. Jesus Christ said, this is how you pray. This is not what you pray, but this is how you pray. Our Father which art in heaven. He says when you're praying, pray with a deep sense that you are not just praying to a God, that you are praying to your Father. Why did he say that? Your Father already knows what you want. And it is your Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. He wants you to come with the full assurance that God is going to meet you at the particular point of your need. That's why it says, say our Father. So I'm not just praying to Jehovah, I'm saying dad. There's something powerful when your son says dad to you. It pulls compassion out of your system. It, listen, when, when your son says dad, you know, it's almost like helplessness, like I depend on you. So when we say father, it pulls compassion out of Jesus. It puts compassion and mercy out of God. See, let me tell you something. If you have kids, you will respond more to father than your name. If someone calls you your name and someone says dad, you will respond more. And, and the two demands respond. When someone calls you your name, you say, who is that? When your son calls you, you say, what do you want? It's just a spirit of sonship. That's why the Bible says we have the spirit of sonship whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The moment we cry, Abba, Father, he responds, son. It says, our father word in heaven. And guess the next thing he said. Before he told you whatever you should pray for. He said, our Father who art in heaven. What's the next line? Hallowed be thy name. Lord, you are wonderful. Lord, you are marvelous. So let me tell you something. The problem with Christians is this. When Christians are saying, Lord, you are wonderful. When Christians are saying, Lord, you are wonderful. Lord, you are marvelous. They are saying it to get to the real thing. Listen to me. The real thing is that, Lord, you are wonderful. <laughs> Did you get it? The real thing is that, Lord, you are wonderful. The real thing is that, Lord, you are faithful. Don't be in a hurry. You know why? Remember that God sees your thoughts. 
He knows you are hurrying past to get to something you want to talk about. And he's wondering, is she not aware that I'm aware of what she wants to talk about? And the Bible says, while you are yet asking, I've done it. Before you call, I have answered. You know what it says? He said, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not. Let me tell you something. Many of you, you struggle with answers to prayer. You, you, know, something that, you know, this fasting and prayer, will God really do it? I mean, you're always praying. Listen to me. This is why I believe in prayer. Prayer was never my idea. It was God that invited me. And listen to me. If you're a good person and you invite me to your house to come and eat, that means you have food to feed me with. So, if prayer was not my idea, it was God that said, ask and you shall receive. He said, seek. I, I never talked him into it. I never prayed him into it. He looked at me and said, ask and you shall receive. He said, seek and you shall find. He said, knock and the door shall be opened unto me. Prayer was not my idea. It, I'm just responding to his invitation. Hey. 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 Listen, if you say come and eat, I'm going to ask for all the food I want because you are the one that called me. If you told me that I don't have food, though, I will manage my expectation. Just imagine that I take you out and I say take whatever you want. Oh my God. If you were me, I would not go to where the cheap stuff are. Because if you know you could not afford cheap stuff, if you know you could not afford expensive things, you will not bring me to certain places. But for you to bring me here, that means you are really willing to spoil me. Isn't it so? Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. So, you now say this. He says, so when I take you to a store, I say, take whatever you want. I mean, sometimes I'm, you know, I take, I take some of our colleagues in the office out and we're like, hey, we'll go to like a restaurant. I'm like, hey, order what you want. You know what I noticed? They're never shy to order of anything because they're like, I know who brought me here. I know I can't be stuck. I know I will not wash plates. If they can just believe they are pastor. You've not seen my bank account before. You've not seen my credit card before. You've not seen my debit card before. But I just say, choose whatever you want. And you begin to choose. What about God that his resources are inexhaustible? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. So prayer was not my idea. So he says, hallowed be thy name. Now look at the next thing. He says, thy kingdom. See, he didn't say marriage. That's the problem. You put your need before his needs. Reverse the order. It says, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. What? On earth as it was? When he had settled praying about eternal purpose, he now moved to smaller things. He said, give us this day our daily bread. But before you ask for daily bread, Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, my God. If you will spend time to start praying about soul winning and start praying for three people to get born again, if you start praying about the advancement of the kingdom of God, if you start praying about church project, you will see that your prayer will gain speed. Because what you are practicing is called divine protocol. You are saying, thy kingdom come. Listen, all the time you are prayed before God's plan, what, what do you have to show for it? Because you know the thing? God says, don't use me 
I'm not, you, you can't use God. He's not usable. He owns you. Just present everything to him. Let him work it out. That's why Jesus Christ said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. So, so you must plan. Tonight when you're going to pray, look for three, four people you want to get born again. Look for three people you want to get, you want to invite to church and say, Lord, I'm praying for Bahia. Lord, I'm praying for Shinequa. Oh, Lord, I'm praying for Shinequa. Oh, Jehovah. Shinequa. Oh, Jehovah. Shinequa. You know, open the door of our heart to the gospel and pray and pray and pray. And listen to me. After you pray for Shinequa. And by the way, Lord, and God says, don't worry about by the way because I've seen it also. Glory to God. What is God teaching us? Putting him first before us when we have needs. That's the, that's the order. That's the order. I, I, listen to me. I don't know how you can be a cell leader and every day you will not pray for yourself, for, your, for members of yourselves. I don't know how you can be a district pastor and every day you not pray for your district, for, for your cell leaders. Or you're an HOD, you don't pray for your leader. I don't know how you can do that. Almost every day of my life, you know what I do? I, I will call Pastor Dyer's name in prayer. I'll say, Lord, I'm praying for Pastor Dyer. And I'll call his name in prayer. And I'll say, I pray for him. I pray for this. I pray for that. Because let your kingdom come. You can belong to a church and not pray for your church. Because that person that leads you is a man. He can make a mistake. But your prayer can guide him. Your prayer can protect him. Your prayer can do so much more than you can do. People rather talk than pray. That's the problem of the modern church. We talk a lot, but pray little. Hallelujah. So turn your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 13. I have two things to talk about, so we just need to really hurry. Verse 14. The Bible says, and now Elisha, now Elisha was fallen sick of a sickness whereof he died. This was he fell sick, and this sickness led to his death. And Jehoash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and says, Oh, my father, oh, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And Elisha said unto him, Take the bowl and arrow. And he took unto him the bowl and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thy hand unto thy bowl. And, and let me say something quickly here. This was the king of Israel. Did you see how he responded to Elisha? Elisha was not his physical father. But the king of Israel, though he was the king and a very wealthy man and had authority, he had learned how to honor what God honors. Let me say this to you quickly. It's wisdom to honor what God honors. If God calls a man and puts his honor upon him, if God calls a man and puts his grace upon him, the man might do stupid things, but you are no wiser than God has honored him, so honor him. It's wisdom to honor what God honors. And the principle of honor is this, whatever you respect is what you attract. Whatever you respect is what you attract. So, Elisha was much poorer than the king, was not as physically powerful as the king. But when the king saw him, he said, my father, my father. There was a perception, not just because of who he was an older man, just because this man has the grace of God upon his life. And that is why he's my father. 
And I'm saying so because there's a generation we live in today that does not know how to honor men that carry oil. I understand there is abuse from men of the altar, and I'm not saying we should tolerate their abuse. But what I'm really saying is this, that behind them, can you please respect the oil? Because every time you disregard the messenger, you, dis you, describe the me you disregard the message and the grace that he carries. But that's not what I'm, go that's not what I'm going today, actually. So the Bible says this, And the king said unto him, Put thy hand upon the board, and he took, verse 16, and he put his hands upon it, and Elisha pulled his hands upon the king's sword, and he said, open the window eastward, and he opened it, and Elisha said, shoot, and he shot, and he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance, and the arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite Syria in Hapek, till thou have consumed them. And he said to him in verse 18, take arrows. And he took them. And he said to him, Israel, smite upon the crown. And he smote thrice and stayed. And the man of God was wroth with him. And says, thou shalt have smite five or six times. Then shall I have smitten Syria till thou hast consumed them. Whereas now that thou hast smitten Syria, whereas now thou wilt smite Syria for three times. One of the things I want to talk about as we are we in the spiritual season is this. Learn to value the prophetic. See, it was a simple prophetic instruction. Take your harrow. Smite the ground. The man went one, two, three. Why didn't he smite the ground more than that? It was his response to the prophetic word. There can be a prophetic word, but how do you respond to a prophetic word? Do you respond to a prophetic word out of compulsion or out of necessity or you respond out of faith? The reason why is this. The prophetic word God gives you, it's not compulsory. It happens in your life. There are people that prophetic word has spoken over their life and it never happens. For example, the Lord said about Israel when they left Egypt. He said, this whole Israel, they are going to move to the Canaan land. Is that not what he said? How many people out of the two million got to Canaan land? How many? Two. In fact, Hebrews says that we should be careful lest the promise of entering his rest, some of us should fall short of it because of unbelief like those before. How do you respond? Because in this season, there will just be a lot of words coming. There will just be things the Holy Spirit is saying to your heart. You must learn to respond to the prophetic. You must learn to value the prophetic word of God and respond to the supernatural. You must learn to respond to it. You must, you, must, you must learn to carry that spiritual weight in your heart. When this, our church was going to start, who were facing the left, and where we're coming from, this place could fit all of us at a sitting, at one sitting. So, we got here. And um, my pastor came, Pastor Sam, and he, he, as he began to pray, he began to prophesy. He said, wow, this, we're not even moved in here. He said, wow, I see that in three months, you will start three services. I said, amen. I was like, three months? I said, we can fit in the whole auditorium in one. So when he said that, 
The first time we moved there, I think we did one service. The next Sunday, I said, we're doing two services. He said, why? I said, because God has spoken it. Guess what? By the third month, we're doing three services. The way God works is this. When God says move, don't look, move. I'm telling you, just move. But you know why we're able to do that? We were just valuing the word spoken over our lives. Do you know the kind of gods they must have had, the times of Jesus Christ? They were, Jesus Christ, take, take washing water. Do you know what washing water is? In John chapter 2, the Bible says they went for a party in Canaan and the water was, um, the wine was finished. And all that was left was water, the washing water, the water they were used to take their bath. And he told us, he said, go and serve it. You know, do you know the amount of faith it is to take bathing water and you go and serve it as wine? But the mother of Jesus Christ said something. She said, you may not understand what he's going to say, but whatsoever he says to you, do it. The answer to the next breakthrough is this. Whatsoever he says to you, do it. Whatsoever he says, husband, man, whatsoever he says to you, do it. Lady, whatsoever he says to you, do it. Question, what is he saying to you? You know, it might be difficult for you to hear God if you are very noisy. That's why one of the things you have to do is this, as we fast and pray. One of the, see, fasting and prayer has an attitude. That's why you will hear people say that, and they humble themselves in fasting and prayer and put on sackcloth and ashes. Have you, have you seen that before? What does that mean? Fasting and prayer connotes that it's a place of humility. There must be, a, a, there must be, there must be, there must be this humility that you carry. Today we're talking in the office and we're sharing around the scriptures, just in preparation for Sunday. And I said, when you fast and pray, it has an attitude of brokenness, of humility and dependence. See, when you're fasting and praying, what, what, what are you telling God? You're telling God, I can't do it by myself. Lord, if you don't help me, I'm stuck. Lord, if you don't fix it, I can't fix it. Lord, you are the only help that I've got. Lord, you are the only one that can open the door. That is why we fast and pray. That, that fasting, that is what is saying. So we cannot be abstaining from food and be saying otherwise. You must, you must have that consciousness that, hey, the reason I'm fasting and prayer is because I know I can't help myself. I know I'm smart, but I'm not smart enough. I know I'm brilliant, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not as smart as that. I know I'm powerful, but this, I need the hand of God. That's the reason I'm waiting upon the Lord. The reason I'm waiting upon the Lord is because I just want God to step into this. Because... A lot of people fast and pray, and it doesn't show on their attitude. Listen, when you see people that pray and they quake, sometimes the reason why they are quaking is this. Lord, I'm tired. Lord, I can't do this. Lord, this is way beyond me. And I just need your help. Listen, that attitude, it's a heart. It's not about the face. It's a heart attitude and prayer. It's, it's something that comes on the inside. I keep telling myself, there's what man can do for man. But when God turns on a man, it becomes his turn. Listen, there's what man can do for man. But there's some things that only God can do. And what God can do, far out, see, it's way beyond 
what man can do. In one day, God can change someone's story. Joseph was a prisoner in the morning, in the evening, was a prime minister of Egypt. That's the mighty God will serve. Those are things that man cannot phantom. Those are things that man cannot imagine. Those are things that man cannot comprehend. And I'm saying that in this season of fasting and prayer, you know what we're saying? Only what God can do. Hallelujah. I said only what God can do. That's what we're praying for. Lord, let us see your hand in such a way that only what you can do will become what's, what's happening in our life. But how does this start? Valuing the prophetic. Valuing the supernatural. Value the things of the Spirit. The reason I say so to you is that because as we're fasting and praying now, you know what's going to happen? There will be abundance of revelation because our spirit is so sensitive. You, God will start telling you, do this. God is going to remind you of things and all the things you forgot. God is going to keep reminding you. But the question is this. When it reminds you until you are able to step out and do those things, there will be no result. So the first thing you must do is to step out and do something. Step out and do something. Some of you, you know why we fast and pray? Some of you have even forgotten the path you should be on. What fasting and prayer does to you is that it reminds you of the things that God has spoken to you. Glory to God. And it starts with the attitude of being broken. That's why it starts from just that attitude of just being, oh Lord, I can't help myself. Oh Lord, I, I can't. Like, listen, Lord, I wish I could, but I can't. If you don't help me, I'm stuck. That's why we pray like crazy. That's why we fast. People say that, you know, because why do you fast? Everybody loves to eat, including me. But you know why we deny our stomach some food? Because they're like, Lord, if I have to put aside my food just to amplify my prayer, I don't mind. Glory to God. I say glory to God. I say glory to God. Psalm, one, Psalm 58. Isaiah 58, rather. Isaiah 58. Glory to God. Who is the person that one of, her, one of your family members left the house and, she, you know, she's not come back? She just left. She just, maybe she ran away, she took off, and she's not just returned back. Who is the person? Would you raise up your hands? Let me see. Where? Okay, this person is a lady that I'm talking about. Is it a lady? It's a lady. When, when, when did that happen? This one I'm talking about is in years. It's in years. When did yours happen? 18 years ago. Yours? What? 20 something years ago. And you've not seen that since then. Wow. Yours? 15 years ago. Spirit of God. Lee Costa Balikos de Justa Lamande. Mizovre Helamonto Sogleston Consusta Lamande Calendo Sobradis. Oh Lord. Bring her home, we ask in the name of Jesus. 
safe and sound, safe and sound. We'll lose her from any clutch that she's in. In the name of Jesus Christ, let her come by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Who is the lady you got a letter in a dream and it was like something you should not get? You know, you got a letter in a dream. I don't want to say too much. You were like something you should not get. And since that time, you've been very, very worried. You know, will you just raise up your hands? You know, you got a letter in your dream. It's something that you should not get. So when you know, like, oh, wow. This is not a good letter in your dream. Something. Will you wave your hands? Where's the lady? Okay, I see. That's, okay, I see. Which of you has? It has to do with something about your job. It has to do with something about your job. It has to do with something about your job. Okay, okay, okay. So remain standing. <laughs> because I, I see in the spirit. I see the letter. I see. I see the content of the letter. So, but I just want to say it out here. You know, sometimes you have people that flow in the prophetic and they say too much. I, one time I, I watch a prophetic stuff. I don't even know if it's real or not because some of them are fake. And um, he told someone, I said, you are sleeping. The husband was there and told the wife, you are sleeping with somebody. I said, how come Jesus never said things like that? The Bible says Jesus knew the thought of all men, but he didn't say everything he knew. Because he's here to bring peace. Don't be afraid, my sister. The other people that hold so hard the letter, you can stand up and just tap into prayer. You got a letter, you just tap into the prayer. You know, just just connect into it. In the name of Jesus Christ, we'll reverse the implication of that. And I say to you in the name of Jesus, there will be no need to fear. It's God's pleasure to give you full testimonies. And that will be your portion, even from this night, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. I say glory to God. Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. If we have more interruptions, I'll just... You know, leave the teaching and just pray. You know, we're fasting, so it's really a powerful atmosphere tonight. It's really a powerful atmosphere tonight. There's this person also. You, you, you feel a certain being come to you from time to time. As a spiritual being, you feel, I'm not sure if you can see it, but when it comes to you, you feel the presence. And you've done everything you can, but there's nothing. You feel a, a presence. And this presence is not the Holy Spirit presence. You can say there's an evil spirit. Maybe by the interactions you have. You know, and I'm, I'm not saying a lot of things, but if I'm talking to you, you'd understand, you know, who you are. Will you just raise up your hands? All right. All right. All right. There's one more person. I've seen you, but there's one more person in my spirit I see. Okay. I've said, okay, okay. Oh, fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll pray for you in a minute. But let me just tell all of you that raised up your hands. Um, 
Even when I pray for you, what I do is that I'm going to stand on authority of Christ and rebuke the devil. But what you have to know is the authority for yourself. So that even when I'm not there, you can rebuke the devil. The reason why is this. No demon is bound permanently. Read the Bible. Someone says, we bind you and cast you in the lake of fire. The lake of fire is not even open. They say, bottomless feet. Bottomless feet is not even open. Read the Bible. The Bible always says, the devil goeth for a while. When God spoke to me in George of the One, he said, where are you? He said, from throw and throw the earth. When they cast him out in throw, then he goes to throw. Because no devil is bound permanently. The Bible says, and Satan departed for a while. After some time, he entered Judas. He's always moving from place to place. So, even when someone, and that's why people that go for deliverance ministry, they keep going back. Because instead of the deliverance ministers to help them know who they are and what they have, they kind of use their own authority to cast out the demon. And when they are gone, the demon come back. And oppress the person. And the Bible even says, when the demon goes out of a person, he comes back to check. Did you see that? Because when you say, I bind the demon. See, when the Bible says, whatever you bind, shall be bound in heaven. You must look at it. Does that mean demons? You say, whatever you bind, on shall be bound in heaven. Are demons bound in heaven? He couldn't have been referring to demons. He couldn't. Because whatever you bind on it shall be bound in heaven. Are demons in heaven? So if, if his demons referring to, that means we'll be binding demons in heaven also. Glory to God. So I would, when I pray for you tonight, it will stop. But to have permanent victory, you don't know what you have. And I would advise you, last year I think I did some series on new creation realities. Get all the messages. It's free on the website. It's free on YouTube. Listen and listen and listen. Once you know who you are, Satan knows the one that has his authority. He knows. There were many people going around. Once he saw Paul, he said, behold the men of God that come through the way of salvation. He knew. All of them were the same men. But he knew who Paul was. The demon, said to the, the demon said to the seven sons of Sceva, he said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? He, he could differentiate. Who did not know? Because in the realm of, authority, of the spirit, men with authority are visible. They are visible. They are noted. The, 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 the centurion says, as a soldier, when I say to a man under me, go, he says, because as a senior officer, I'm able to recognize a junior officer. These are all spiritual technologies. He says, I said to one, how did he know that one is junior? He can't recognize it. So, so, and he was referring to Jesus Christ commanding the demon of sickness to leave. He says, the reason why you can command it is this. The demon already knows you are superior. And he knows you have authority. So you don't have to come. And the second thing he explained is this. After all, in the spirit, there's no distance. So in the physical, you have to get there. But in the spirit, from where you are, you can communicate with the spirit realm. That's why you can hear someone healed from watching on YouTube. You can hear someone healed. Because in the spirit, anyway, you, you, can, you can be healed. Hallelujah.
all the ladies in that situation, that devil that's troubled you, even the lady watching online that has that challenge I see in the spirit, I command that evil spirit of darkness, no matter where your source is, to let you go. But loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Go from them. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let, let's you know, I want to finish my message. Isaiah 58. Hallelujah. So one of the things that fasting and prayer does for us, Isaiah 58, verse 8. When you're talking about fasting, it says, this is what happens when you fast. We're carrying from, let's read from verse 7. It's not to do thy bread to the hungry, that the, that, that, that the poor that cast out of the house, that the poor are cast out of the house. And when you see the naked, that cover them. That, that means when you're fasting, your fasting should affect your behavior. It should affect you. See, that's the thing. When you're fasting, you must be conscious that I'm waiting upon the Lord. You must be conscious. You must be conscious I'm waiting upon the Lord. You can't just forget your fasting. Even we that work in the church office, I was telling them today, I said, we have to reduce our work so that we can create some time for people, just margin of time for people to pray and read the Bible and just fast and just pray and read the Bible, just to be conscious. In fact, I will tell you something. During fasting, I'll prefer a 15-minute prayer every one hour than to a one hour prayer you don't remember throughout the whole day because there's a consciousness you need to have there's a consciousness you need to have that's a con you must just be conscious and let me say something to you as i close today the church of jesus christ has the mandate to let the kingdom come what does that mean he says let your kingdom come let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Listen to me. That is our assignment as a church. Our churches, our, our assignment as a church is this. That the kingdom of God, there must be an extension of God's kingdom as it is in heaven. What does that mean? When we see the sick, there's no sickness in heaven. So they should not be sick. We'll remove the sickness. When we see poverty, we will bring about supernatural supply because there's no poverty in heaven. We are the extension of God's kingdom. We are today the extension of God's kingdom. Our mandate is very simple that we should let the kingdom come. How will the kingdom come? Through us. The kingdom comes through us. We have that mandate. We must learn what we must learn how to steward the presence of God that we carry because we carry the divine presence. We must learn how to use the presence to fill the whole place. You must learn that. You walk into a place and you can just perceive and just tell the, 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 the shop owner, you need to be careful because tomorrow you'll be robbed. You say, how do you know that? I don't know, I just know. that You just carry a divine presence. You, you get into an Uber and you can tell the driver, you know, you've been, struck, you've been struggling with depression for the past three weeks. And the Lord says, I should tell you this. He said, how do you know that? We are just extenders of what Jesus did. We should be able to do what Jesus did. We should be able to do. You should be able to come into the office and tell the office master and say, sir, 
you know what, we've done well in this area, but this area is going to go down in the next few months, and this area will begin to succeed. So say, how do you know? The same way Jesus Christ knew where money was, it was in the mouth of a fish. That is the same way we know. Because in heaven there is no poverty. In heaven there is no lack. So where we are, there should be no poverty. Where we are, there should be no lack. Because in heaven there is no poverty. In heaven there is no lack. In heaven there is no sickness. We are the extension of heaven. We are the extension of heaven. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Lord, we worship your holy name tonight. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for your presence in this place. Just play louder. Just play a strong part. Just play. Is it my monitors? I can't hear him. We're going to remain like this for the next four minutes. We're just going to stay in his presence, yeah? Oh yes, Lord Jesus. Such a divine presence of the Holy Spirit in this place this night. Oh Ranahasa Tabahaya.
Hallelujah. Let's all just pray. Let's all just pray. Either you are sitting or standing. Let's all just all pray together. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today. We thank you today. We thank you today. Okay. So, that lady in black, that lady, will you wave so I can know? Yeah, yeah, you, you come here? Okay. So, just as you began to pray, I saw you in the spirit, and um, I saw a season in your life where the hand of God was very strong and mighty in your life, and you used to have deep spiritual experiences. And I saw that season where it wasn't as strong as it used to be. And the Lord is telling me that it's time to get back to what it used to be. And those seasons, you'll feel strongly and even be able to accurately tell things in the spirit. And the Lord is just speaking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, so you must, you, you, I don't know what your experience is. You need to begin to take concrete actions to just step towards that. Let me tap this brother beside you. The Spirit of God actually told you that there's no need to fear about the future. He said, there's no single need because I have you covered and settled. And all you have to believe is to believe in my plan for your life. That's what the Spirit of God actually tell you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we worship you today. We worship you today. We worship you today. We worship you today. We give you the praise. Does anyone have a word of prophecy? Will you come? Will you come out to the right, to the left? Will you just come out quickly? You have a word of prophecy. Jerry, will you come? I, I feel led to pray for you. There shall be, come on the stage. There shall be showers of blessings. This is the promise. Where's the saxophone? Yes, can I get an usher to just stay behind him? Seasons refreshing. Sent from the Savior above. Listen to me. In this season, don't miss church. Be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit. Listen, listen to me, everybody. Many of you don't even know the Holy Ghost is talking to you when you are praying. You think these thoughts are distractions. 
I don't think when I'm talking to my father, God, that he's certain he's distracting me. Maybe he's telling me something, and I think it's distraction. Will you get paper, journal, computers, phones, and just write down things? Just write down things. And when you finish praying, it might, you might just have a thought that let me call somebody. Just go ahead and say, hey, I don't know why I call you. I just felt like calling you. You didn't have to say God said. Just I just feel like calling you. I just feel like calling you. Maybe, maybe it has to do with finances. Just say, I don't know why, you know, I just feel like discussing this with you. I don't know why. You don't have to even be like, you don't have to be like so fanatical. God said, if you're not sure, just say, I just feel like doing this. I don't know why. And let God finish the rest for himself. I see a man that's lost a lot of money in business. When I say a lot of money, this is in a lot, in several millions. Several, it's a lot of money, millions. And because of that, you've, been, you've always said things like, if not, if this money, if, if not for this, if not for this. And God starts to tell you that the more you look back, the more you can go forward. And there's more in your future than what you've lost. So go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Yes. Good evening, church. Good evening. During the worship, I heard him say that I am the God right now. Put me first in all you do. He said, I have given barren with the children. Amen. I have four children in the church. Amen. So I have broken every marital delay in the church. He said, no one comes unto the Father and go empty-handed. He said, you will be chained before. He said, I have poured my spirit into the church. He said, strange things will happen, begin to happen. He said, says the Lord. I have poured the spirit of vision, the young child drinking where the host has seen visions to my people. He said, direction for my people. He said, every evil altar has been broken. He said, my son, you have an every heart. You want to see testimony of your children, of God. You've prayed, I will answer all your prayers. You have sacrificed, I will do signs and wonders in the church. So there will be lots and lots of miracles. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you. Listen. It's going to be a strong season for us. This year is like no year, other year of research. It's going to be a strong season. I just wish you can raise your expectation. And let me tell you something about prayer. A lot of your friends are going through tough times. Once they stay in this kind of atmosphere, you know what happens to them? Hope and faith. How many of you feel just more hopeful? Faith is stirred up. So if you have friends that have marital problems, singles that are delayed, just, just say, you know what, just come for these three weeks. Hope and faith will be stirred up. Join on the online prayers. Join on the evening prayers. So much, so much, so much. So much by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, let your hand rest upon your son. I pray that that which you planned for him would manifest. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will not fall in the way of darkness. God's power and grace will find full expression in you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
Will you sit down, everybody? Let's just pray for one category of people. One category of people. If you have some a sickness that is kind of terminal, will you stand on your feet? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, you know, I, I'm not, I know I'm asking you to stand up, and that's difficult because you're like, people know I'm really sick, you know, but, you know, I really want to help so we can close our eyes Why, you know, you stand. I, are you standing at the back? You're standing at the back. Okay, I can see you have a sense that it's kind of terminal. Spirit of living, God. Sagede hokoto egedoso god Auguste. Egore neketong le predis onto veketonesia. Sigolondo rone si cobrinini contenando renende comando renande sedea. Sediala, sediala, sediala. Neno nono shi heletondolo tendele. Hele corito veleduf el lido sagae. Sagae la kida toglehela matodlea. Silon tegele tori aketosha ganeno sagaya tujieri zizei zuje negozila la vijo la su velatos 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 beredendo membro de brahaha brados hedebru dikitori negeto bruse pakatane sigeruni nene querido so contolo ne mangoso Negreto si disho telede, ni golemando le bradesos. Sule baru ridehases, sule baru sudehases, sude la hus sudehases, sude la hus sudehases, sude la hus sudehases. Yegri, gri, 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 kore nenenenemasasasa. Yes. Him what the sun set free is free indeed. Today I bring you out from the clutch of death and of sickness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever is making you stand right now, I command the spirit of death and of infirmity to depart from you in the name of Jesus. I command healing and health to be restored to your bodies. Restore to your bodies. Whatever is not working well is working well now. The cancer is gone. The HIV is gone. The hepatitis is gone. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Give him praise and glory. Give him praise. You can have your seats. Glory to God. You know, when, when God said I should pray for those that have terminal diseases, I said, Lord, this is a young church. How could people, if it's like an older church, I'm like, you know, and I was struggling. I said, who's going to have a terminal? I'm like, I'm looking at the faces. Everyone looks well-dressed. Wow. 
what you did you receive it thank you lord hallelujah we're going to give the lord an offering tonight we're going to give the lord a good offering tonight we're going to worship him our best okay pastor that has a word from the lord thank you pastor for the opportunity uh while we're praying uh one of the things that the lord said to me is that he needs us to, to surrender absolutely to him that a lot of us in this place we are giving god boundaries this is how far i will go with you but god is saying it is all or nothing at all as a matter of fact some people have their own plans but god is saying if you submit it into mine then you will find yours glory to jesus in this season is calling us to surrender absolutely and then we can watch him do the rest as a matter of fact, i said that the reason why you're not surrendering is because you don't trust him enough that what he has in stock for you is much better than yours There's this analogy he gave to me that's a meme that went around a couple of months maybe last year of a lady a younger that was holding a small teddy bear in her hand and then there was jesus in front of her and he wanted to collect a teddy from her but he had a bigger one behind him and god is saying if you give me the smaller one then i'll release the bigger one into your hands glory to jesus hallelujah if you give me the smaller one and listen it's not as if he wants it he just wants you to trust him there's someone you're believing god for you're, you're in the process of getting a job in a in an oil company i just saw it in the spirit that that job has come through for you, you know, you're already in that process you're already in that process i just saw in the spirit that job just came through for you amen we need to stop because you know if i keep going like this you will stay to midnight here and we just you know there'll be one word after another word and after another word. Someone said we don't mind. Well, I, I'm, I'm here at first service on Sunday, so you should be here. So, you know, we'll keep it flowing. Praise the Lord.